So today I want to address some things going on in the YouTube comments. Um, there's a particular person, a couple people uh, that are commenting a lot um, and where we've been having discussions about um, Ong Song Hong's book uh, where he refutes uh, Um Su In and the doctrine of mother God. And so there's one particular person, uh, his his YouTube name is Seek the Truth. If you've been paying attention at all to our videos and in the comments, you've most likely ran across them. We've been encouraging this person, again, to read Ong Song Hong's book, Problems with the New Jerusalem, the Bride and Women's Veils. And again, he's acknowledged that he has not read the book. Um, and so I think that's the case for a lot of members. So first, I just want to encourage members to read this book. <laughs> um, do your research, guys. Like, don't just don't just believe everything the WMSCOG is telling you. Like, go find the book. This is again, we've said this over and over. If you believe Ong Song Hong is God, wouldn't you want to know what he says in his book? Um, and so, go read this book. Some of you aren't even aware that this book exists. So, what is this book? What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the book called Problems with the New Jerusalem: The Bride and Women's Veils. This is a book written by Ong Song Hong where he uh, very clearly, if you read the book, he in, uh, in essence refuted and denied and objected to uh, any scriptures, uh, the, the, the primary scriptures that the WMSCOG gives to prove Mother God. He was arguing against a, a woman who claimed she was the heaven, heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, and he, he refutes her. Um, but if you haven't read the book, you're not really going to know. You know, a lot of you have opinions. You're you're sharing your opinions about why this book was written, what the purpose of it was. If you haven't read it, I don't as I don't feel like it's really fair to give it a uh, an analysis and and really any sort of um, legitimate opinion about what this book is about. And that again, that's not meant as an attack. It's just an honest observation that you know if somebody you know is. Uh, you know, we're talking about the books Harry Potter or something, and they're uh, they've never read it, and they're trying to give their opinion about you know what it's about and what the meaning of it is, and and uh, they they haven't even read it. It makes me think, well, I don't. This person probably doesn't have a whole lot to say about it. That's kind of a silly analogy, um, but uh, so I'm going to look at this book, uh, and I hope you uh, seek the truth. Since you haven't read it, I hope you'll watch this. I hope you'll watch some of the things that you're going to discover and find in this book. I hope you members who have not heard of this book or have not been willing to go read it will see some of the things that Ong Song Hong wrote about it. Um, and so first, here's a, another little interchange that went on. Um, so Anti-Cults was talking to seek the truth. This is a lot of you guys are, I think, have had little uh, discussions with him. But Anti-Cult said, uh, seek the truth. If I prove to you that the WMSCOG deleted entire chapters from the Mystery of the Spring and the Water of Life book written by Ong Song Hong, would you admit that the WMSCOG is not the true church? Or would you just make excuses for why they deleted the chapters? So this person is asking this because they can prove that uh, entire chapters from the Mystery of the Spring and the Water of Life book by Ong Song Hong have been removed and deleted from his book. This is a problem. We touched on this a little bit in the last video of very problematic quotes for WMSCOG doctrine that Ong Song Hong wrote in his books that they have removed. So this person challenges Seek the Truth with that. And it seems like they kind of just entirely ignore that challenge and, and, and to an extent. So 
This is the response. Christ Song Song Hong interpretations are on point. You just don't understand it was refuting a false god and false prophet, which I had to point out for y'all, which indicated you didn't understand. Y'all want to add your own take and distort his meaning. I will not reply to your false accusations and false claims until you provide irrefutable physical evidence that Christ Ong Song Hong said the words, there's no God, the mother. Please show me in the book. Y'all avoiding it because you don't have any proof. So this coming from somebody who has not read the book, um, that's, that's a problem, I think. Okay, and then also no acknowledgement of this, this claim. And I would just encourage you, seek the truth, that you would seek the truth. <laughs> Seek the truth, um, and, and I say this out of uh, true concern, respect for you, respect for your views, but just to say I'm seeing in your comments an unwillingness to actually hear out the opposing side. This is just a sincere encouragement or question, and there's a lot of defensiveness going on here. It doesn't seem like there's any acknowledgement or, or any really willingness to say, hey, maybe... Maybe there's something there. Let's just look into that. Why, why, why is this person saying that? Is there any evidence there? So I would say search that out. Um, I think you can find information about the chapters that have been removed on the um, uh, examining the WMSCOG website. And so if, if, you're, if you guys, if you WMSCOG members are so confident you have the truth, then why not do the research? Why not just go look at these things and see, uh, does it really, are the things we're saying, are they really true? Have they really removed chapters from the book and see what you find? Because if you're really seeking the truth, then it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't be afraid to go look at those things. And if you're really seeking the truth, I would say you should read Ong Song Hong's book. Um, so the, the reply then anti-cult says, seek the truth. Ong Song Hong said that the new Jerusalem is not a person. You believe that Zong Gil Jha is a new Jerusalem. Both cannot be true. Very good point. So that comes from his book. So let's look at a few things I just want to point out um, from his book that are, are hugely significant. The response of the WMSCOG to Ong Song Hong's book, this book where he clearly refutes the doctrine of Mother God and, and shows and displays that he disagrees with the possibility of the Bible teaching that. Um, the response of the WMSCOG, their defense for this book is to say that, well, it was a uh, it was just meant for a, a specific time. And so here's, um, here's a quote from the, the examining the WMSCOG site where they asked the question, was the purpose of Ong Song Hong's book temporary? So the WMSCOG claims that Ong Song Hong's purpose for writing the book was a temporary measure law. Uh, if you've heard of this book and you remember, you've probably heard that phrase or special measures law or a uh, provisional law meaning that the claims in the book were only temporary and would somehow change at some point. In actuality, and here's the first point I want to focus on, in actuality, the very first sentence in the preface states that Ong Song Hong's purpose, uh, it states that uh, Ong Song Hong's purpose for writing the book. So let's look at the preface. This is, this is a copy, uh, English translation. You can look it up. You can take the Korean translation Take it to somebody who speaks uh, Korean and ask them if this is what the book really says, if this is what Ong Song Hong's words really says, and you'll find out that it is. So this is, this is Ong Song Hong's words. This is in the preface of the book where he refutes Mother God. This booklet was published, he says, to prevent troublemakers who misinterpret and behave fanatically, uh, explain the errors in the books that Umsu and published, and 
Here's the significant thing. To testify of the unchanging truth of the church of God. Ong Song Hong claims what he's about to write is the unchanging truth of the church of God. So, if you want to claim that this book was only temporary, that, that you can Im- impose the, the concept of a special measures law or provisional law, you have to deal with this statement that he makes in the preface that you're seemingly in complete disagreement with Ong Song Hong's own words about what his purpose for the book was. Because we got the WMSCOG on one hand saying, no, this is just a uh, special measures law, provisional law. It's, it's only temporary. And then you have Ong Song Hong saying, no, this is what I'm about to say is unchanging. It's, it's not temporary. If this was temporary, he should have said, the things I'm about to write, I'm publishing and testifying of the temporary truth of the church of God. He didn't say that. This is unchanging truth. So we can rightly and confidently assume that what Ong Song Hong is about to say in this book is what he believed would be enforced and would remain true even till today. And so that brings me uh, to the first the first thing I want to look at in the book and point out. So again, this is uh, Seek the Truth. <laughs> I, I haven't done a video like this so directed towards a specific person, but I think it's you're, you seem very interested in refuting what we're saying. You seem very, you know, you're you're obviously spending a lot of time writing these comments, um, and that's that's great. Like I, I appreciate you watching some of the videos and sharing some of your thoughts. Um, but I, I, out of caring for you, I want to show you some of these things in the book if you're if you're uh, haven't read it yet. And so that's kind of my purpose here for you. And that's obviously overflowing to others who are in the same position as you, members who are probably really angry at what we're saying. And maybe you haven't heard of this book, but uh, I uh, maybe you have and you've just been unwilling to read it. Well, here we go. I look at some of the things Ong Song Hong says. Galatians 4, 22 through 26. This is a very popular foundational core scripture that the WMSCOG will use. Uh, one of the few that they will use to, to try to prove the doctrine of Mother God. So let's read it. For it is written, Abraham had two sons one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born in the ordinary way, but his son by the free woman was born as a result of a promise. Now, remember, this this, this is directly from Ong Song Hong's book. This is chapter seven of his book. It's the chapter seven titled, The Jerusalem in Heaven is Our Mother. Uh, okay, so continuing in Galatians 4, he says, these things may be taken figuratively for the women represent two covenants. Uh, one covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. Now, Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above, here, here it is. Here's the, the, the thing that they focus on. But the, the Jerusalem above, uh, that is above, is free, and she is our mother. So, um, hey, hey, first, you're probably hearing my baby crying in the background. Uh, I apologize for that. I hope I don't know if you're hearing it too loudly, but hopefully it's not too distracting. Um, again, that's the... Just blame the coronavirus for us having to be doing this out of my house. So, um, so here's Ong Song Hong's words in response to that scripture. So Um Suen was using that scripture to say this shows that there's a a mother God, and then she applied that to herself and said, "And it's me. I'm the mother God." Basically, is what she's saying. I'm the heavenly, uh, the Jerusalem above. So here's Ong Song Hong's interpretation of Galatians four. Let's see. 
members, please pay attention to this. Let's see if Ong Song Hong's thoughts about Galatians 4 are in line with the WMSCOG's thoughts and interpretations. So he says, they use this passage to assert that Um Umso-In is our mother who has come down from heaven. Um Umso-In truly believes that Hagar is the earthly, earthly Jerusalem while Sarah is the heavenly Jerusalem. The only reason, you hear that? The only reason that Apostle Paul wrote Galatians 4, 22 through 26 is to clarify that the history of the family of Abraham is a prophecy. So what's that prophecy? So here, here he points to 4.24 again. He says, These things may be taken figuratively figuratively, for the women represent two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. So here's Ong Song Hong's response to that verse. This is a prophecy, he says, of the old covenant and the new covenant. Okay, so what does Hagar and Sarah represent? What are they to be taken figuratively as? And again, according to his words, what's the only reason the Apostle Paul wrote this? Well, if it's the, the only reason, he, he goes on to say that the Apostle Paul wrote this passage, is to show that Sarah and Hagar represent two covenants. Okay, so this is a prophecy, he says, of the old and the new covenant. Hagar refers to the law of Moses received on Mount Sinai and the Israelites of the flesh of the earthly Jerusalem, while Sarah refers to the new covenant that Jesus Christ established in the Mark's attic and the spiritual Israelites. The Apostle Paul is speaking of the heavenly Jerusalem. So here's, here's the interesting thing. When I've talked to WMSCOG members specifically about this passage, and they've said this, this passage is meant to teach us that there's a mother God, that there's a, there's a female deity um, who is our mother, um, they're taking it to literally mean we have a literal mother. My response has been, no, guys, you're missing the point. Look at verse 424, where, where Paul says these things are to be taken figuratively, and he specifies what he means by saying, these are two covenants. It's, they represent the old covenant and the new covenant. Um, and so that's exactly what Ong Song Hong says. And that's the, that's, the, that's the significant thing is that when I respond to the WMSCOG's interpretation of the scriptures, I use the same response uh, somewhat, almost verbatim that Ong Song Hong uses. So does Ong Song Hong, here's the question. Does Ong Song Hong, did he look at Galatians 4, uh, this passage, and see it and interpret it in such a way that results in a doctrine of Mother God? Did he see this as a teaching that Paul was trying to convey the concept, the idea of Mother God? Well, the question is, or the answer is no. Obviously, he didn't. Um, okay, so, so if you go back and think about the WMSCOG's response and their defense of this book, they'll say, well, this was only written for a specific time, it, it, you know, special measures law, and it, it was only uh, temporary. Well, first off, we've already shown that that's not, that's, that's, that disagrees with Hong Song Hong. He says it's unchanging. Um, but here's the thing. This, it, another argument they'll use is they'll say, well, he's only, he's only focused on refuting Um So In. Like he, he's focused on this specific person and refuting this false prophet. Well, even so, he still gives us his interpretation of Galatians 4. Even with his focus being to refute Umso In, <clears throat> which obviously there's truth in that. That's, that's, that's uh, a, you know, his major purpose in writing this. But within doing that, his way of, of refuting Umso In, uh, Umso In, how does he do that? How does he refute her? He does it by giving us his interpretation of Galatians 4. And also, we'll see in a minute, Revelation. 
and it's and in doing so, he displays that he disagrees with WMSCOG doctrine. So regardless of what his purpose was, it doesn't matter that his purpose was to uh, only refute Umso in, because in doing so, in doing that, he does it with a method uh, which ultimately uh, disproves the WMSCOG doctrine or contradicts the WMSCOG doctrine. Do you see what I'm saying here? Uh, basically, what I'm saying is that he disagree he disagrees with with the WMCOG interpretation of Galatians four. Okay, so irregardless of what the purpose of the book was, we see his interpretation of passages like Galatians four. The significant thing is that they stand in line with views like mine. They actually agree with my views of these passages. And nowhere in his interpretation of Galatians four does he leave room for the concept of mother God. And so he doesn't have to say the exact phrase, there is no mother God in order for us to know that he did not believe there's a mother God. In the same way, um, you know, there's other doctrines that, that Jesus never specifically said, I am the Messiah, I am the Christ, I am God. He never directly said those exact phrases, but we can look at his words and take out of them and understand his meaning to know that he believed he was the Christ, he was the Messiah, and he was God. So that's been a challenge that's, that's uh, again, seek first in the comments has made. He said, show me exactly where Aung San Hong says the words, there is no mother God or something to that extent. Well, that, that's, that's, that's a, a straw man. That's a false uh, claim. There's, there's no substance to that because there's other, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't form doctrines based on that criteria of it having to say the exact doctrine. Um, uh, and outline it in a statement like that. So Galatians 4, we see Ong Song Hong actually agrees with my interpretation. He leaves no room for Mother God, and he specifies that the only reason the Apostle Paul wrote this, the only reason was to show the, the distinction, the prophecy of two covenants, uh, uh, the Law of Moses, the Old Covenant, and Mount Sinai, the New Covenant. If that's the only reason, he has then effectively left no room for us to insert or take out of that the, the doctrine of Mother God. Um, the next thing I want to look at is the fact in chapter, I'm going to look at um, chapter 8, where he says, um, the chapter 8, which is the heavenly New Jerusalem is real and material. Here's just one quote from Ong Song Hong. He says, the New Jerusalem, which is written of in Revelation 21, 1 through 4, the tabernacle of God abides with human beings. However, this tabernacle is a spiritual building, not a person. Okay? So what the, the tabernacle, the, the heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, does he believe it, it represents a, the person, the female person of God, mother? He doesn't. He says it's a spiritual building. Um, if you go on to chapter uh, 15, here's a few quotes. Revelation 21, 2 through 3, um, it says, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from, from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. 
he references in Revelation 21, Revelation 19, which talks about the bride, talks about the heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. Um, so these are passages that the WMSCOG will commonly use to try to prove that there's a mother God. They'll say that these are references, the bride, the new Jerusalem are references to the to mother God. Um, let's go down. Let's see what uh, Ong Song Hong says, who he says the bride is. So here it is. The bride of the lamb. This is a quote of Ong Song Hong. The bride of the lamb are the 144,000 saints who have accepted the gospel. Okay, so he's saying, who's the bride? He's answering with the saints. Uh, and here we see again, chapter 16. Uh, the, the title of the chapter is, she claims to be the only bride. Here's another quote from Ong Song Hong in the book. He says, it is written that the spirit and the bride say, uh, come, they should say come. That must have got taken out somehow. So this is Revelation 22, 17. This is a very, very common passage that WMSCOG will use to say that this is, this is one of the key scriptures they use to prove the doctrine of Mother God. Here again, Ong Song Hong is giving us his interpretation of this verse. So he says, it is true that the bride here is the same bride found in Revelation 21, 9 through 10. So he's saying the bride here, we must interpret who the bride is as being referenced in these different chapters in Revelation. It's the same bride. So he says, since it is written, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. So who's the bride? Here we go. Here's his quote. He says, the wife of the lamb is the saints. So again, when we look at these verses that are commonly used by the WMSCOG to prove Mother God, we see that Ong Song Hong himself disagreed with their views, their interpretations of these passages. So so we don't we don't need to find in, in this book Ong Song Hong directly saying, there is no mother God, there will never be a mother God, the Bible doesn't teach a mother God, because he 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 says that in without saying it. In the same way, again going back to Jesus, in the same way Jesus taught us and revealed to us who he was, that he was God, without directly saying, I am God. Okay, so um so he says the wife of the lamb. Is the saints. So here's here's a question. If the wife of the lamb is the saints and Mother God is uh, the wife of the lamb, then that would make God a polygamist, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't see any other way around it, um, that God would then be a polygamist who has multiple wives. Um, and that would go against the very pattern of marriage that he set up in the creation. Um, so the wife of the lamb is the saints, according to Ong Song Hong. And again, this is a, another example of how his uh, or, or my interpretations of these commonly used verses by the WMSCOG actually line up with my interpretation. Um, so when I'm talking to a WMSCOG member and they say, look, Revelation 22, the bride is saying, come. Uh, that must mean it's it's God, the mother. And, and however, they will they will uh, use this passage to to conclude the doctrine of mother God, my response is always to explain to them that I think the wife of the lamb, the bride of the lamb, the, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven is the saints. And in doing that and having that interpretation, I am in agreement with Ong Song Hong more than the WMSCOG is. So the WMSCOG thinks that Revelation 21, uh, three, all these passages about Mother God or about Heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, about the bride, um, they believe that these have been fulfilled in Zonggil Jaw, in who they believe is Mother God, who currently lives, as a, if you don't know, Zonggil Jaw, a South Korean woman, lives in Korea that they believe is Mother God walking on the earth. Um, and so 
they believe these verses have been fulfilled already in Zonggil Jia. Let's look at Ong Song Hong's interpretation. Let's see if he believes that Revelation 21, Revelation 20 of these have come to pass already. So here he says, when this tabernacle, and he's referencing the, the tabernacle of Revelation 21, um, he says, when this tabernacle comes down to this earth, it will be 1,000 years after the world has ended. And then he says, he quotes, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there is no longer any sea. When continuing to examine Revelation 21 through 15 carefully, it is seen that the prophecy will come to pass 1,000 years after the world has ended. Nevertheless, the prophecy of Revelation 21, 1 through 10, is mentioned falsely as if she is speaking the prophecy with a loud voice in pages 22 through 23 of a book that she has published. There cannot be such an insolent act like this. Okay, so look at Revelation 21, these verses he's referencing. Uh, he references verse 10 and others. He says, this is what Revelation uh, 21.10 says. Again, a verse commonly used by the WMSCOG to say that this has been fulfilled in Zongil Jaw, who has come down out of heaven, and, and uh, that she appeared in the flesh. That's the way that this was fulfilled. So it says, and he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high and showed me the holy city of Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, shining with the glory of God. Um, so here's why I'm bringing this up. When did Ong Song Hong think that that would happen? Did he think it's already happened? Did he think it would happen in the next couple of years after he died? Well, no, he, he said that, that the prophecy will come to pass 1000 years after the world has ended. Okay, he, he says it two times to emphasize it. He says it about Revelation 21, 3, 9 through 10. When this tabernacle comes down to this earth, it will be 1,000 years after the world has ended. Here's a great dilemma that has just arisen here that, that comes for the WMSCOG. If it is true that Zonggil Jaw is Mother God, what that means then is Ong Song Hong was a false prophet because he got this prophecy wrong. He misunderstood when it would happen. Um, but obviously she's not God, uh, she's a human being. And what we're seeing here is in every place that it could possibly uh, be brought up, um, Ong Song Hong seemingly disagrees with the WMSCOG doctrine um, and the passages that they commonly use to teach Mother God. He stands in stark contrast in the way he interprets these verses and he just leaves no room for, for Mother. And so um, I'm pointing this out again for you guys who have not read the book. I just hope that you have watched this and, and uh, seen the, the great issues that arise from this. And I hope you will seek the truth about this. Think about this. Don't, um, I, the, the responses I'm seeing um, from members about this book show me that it seems like you're really not thinking for yourself. Um, I would just encourage you guys to please, please think for yourself about this. Um, don't just take what you've been taught by the WMSCOG. If it's true, what you've been taught about this book and what its purpose is, then it can stand uh, It can stand the test of you reading it and examining it and actually thinking about it and asking questions about it. Um, and it, I mean, there's so many questions that arise that are valid questions. Why did Ong Song Hong say that Revelation 21, 3, 9 through 10 was not going to come to pass that wouldn't be fulfilled until a thousand years after the world ended? Why is that? Why did he say that the bride of the lamb the, the bride uh, uh, of Christ is the saints. Why did he say that? If the bride of Christ is actually mother God. And that's what Revelation is trying to tell us. Um, 
he's left us in essence with no reason to um, to for you if you believe what that he is God, if you believe everything he says is true and he has all knowledge, then he has left you with no reason to interpret these passages in Revelation or Galatians as referring and referencing to Mother God. So I would say if you continue in your preaching and your evangelizing as you're out on the streets trying to get people to go to your Bible studies, and when you're in your Bible studies, if you continue to use Galatians 4 and Revelation to teach Mother God and use these as evidence of Mother God, I would say you need to strongly consider the fact that you are clearly, directly, blatantly contradicting your own uh, who you believe is your God, your father, Ong Song Hong. Okay, and look at how he ends the book, chapter 19. Uh, this is, again, Ong Song Hong's book. He's, the, the title of this chapter is The Claim of the Woman is the Temptation of the Devil. Listen to some of these things he says. He says, There is never a time when the activity of Satan is cut off in the true church. The Apostle Paul has written as follows, that the devil will utilize women to cause confusion inside the church. Women, multiple. So you can say this is all about, he's just writing this book about a woman, Usuin, that that's his only purpose. Well, he's referencing women. And he's saying there will never be a time when the activity of Satan will not utilize women to cause confusion inside the church. I, I have the feeling that this is beginning to uh, really apply to Zonggil Jaw. It seems like Zonggil Jaw is beginning to slip into fitting in the category here. So he references 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 14, which says, A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. So regardless of what your, um, you know, there's different interpretations of what that means, why Paul said those words, but we're going to see what Ong Song Hong thought. So, um, Jumping down to this quote, uh, Ong Song Hong in response to that says, by observing the claims of Um Su-in that she is Eve, it can be seen that it was stated that a woman should learn in quietness and full submission, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man, she must be quiet. And then he says, looking ahead to an Um Su-in, the woman would claim that she is the bride in the new Jerusalem that has come down from heaven. Uh, by seeing that it was said of Adam and Eve in Genesis that for Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not the one deceived, as a woman who was deceived and became a sinner, it is clear that it is a prophecy of Um Suen. It is a prophecy that if the claims of Um Suen, the woman, are followed, the church will come to ruin and under the deception of the devil. Then he says, in other words, whenever a woman makes assertions in the church, so now he's not just referencing Um Suen, he's referencing all women, back to the, the, the word up here, he says women, not just one woman, not just Um Suen, now he's giving a warning about any women that speak in church. He says, whenever a woman makes assertions in the church, the church will fall under the deception of the devil. Well, Zongil Jaw has made great assertions as a woman in the church. And so if you follow the teachings of Ong Song Hong, then that means the church has fallen under the deception of the devil. So he says, there was a time when the women in the Corinthian church spoke out on the issue of head covering. This is the reason that the church at Corinth gave a warning to women to be silent. Ong Song Hong obviously had a negative view of uh, women, a bit of a harsh, hard standard for women speaking in the church. Um, but obviously this would apply to Zonggil Ja, uh, I think. And his thoughts about them is obviously that women speaking in the church is only going to produce deception. 
he's saying that these warnings, even by Paul, they were given to def- the, to protect the church from women speaking, because when women speak, it, the woman was deceived first. And so women speaking and, and, and assuming a position of authority in the church is going to produce deception of the devil. So in my mind, Ong Song Hong, if he knew Zong Gil Ja had the position and authority she has in the church, his, his conclusion based on these, which again, you go back to the preface, this is the unchanging truth of God. This was not just meant for a certain time. This wasn't temporary. So today, Fong Song Hong saw the position of the woman, Zong Gil Ja. He would, uh, based on this teaching, he would assume the church, the WMSUG, is under the deception of the devil. So there's one last thing I want to look at before we wrap this video up uh, from the examining the WMSUG.com website. Um, and again, to you, seek the truth. I'm not doing this video as an attack. I'm doing this as an encouragement. Um, and because you've taken a lot of time uh, to write out a lot of thoughts. And so I want to uh, give you the time to respond to some of the things and um, encourage you and others who are applying to please read this book. But here's something, an article from examining the, WS, the WMSCOG.com. Again, I'm going to, I'll link these articles. I'll link Ong Song Hong's book in the video description. Um, so you can look at these things yourself. Uh, this is something very interesting. I think a good way to conclude this um, from this, this article. Um, the article is called, There is No Bride and, and There is a Bride, Were Ong Song Hong's Teachings, Were Ong Song Hong's Teachings Temporary? So here down a little bit in the article, the, they ask the question, what happens when you substitute Um Su In with Zong Gil Ja uh, in Ong Song Hong's book? So they're going to basically insert Zong Gil Ja's name into the book of Ong Song Hong, which I think is very appropriate. And I think it absolutely applies to Zong Gil Ja. Again, the reason we can insert Zong Gil Ja's name into the book and replace it with Um Su In is because Ong Song Hong himself says that the things he wrote were the unchanging truth of God. So the things he wrote about women claiming to be the new Jerusalem uh, apply today. And his interpretation of these scriptures apply today. So here's a quote from the book with Zong Gil Ja's name inserted into it. Uh, nevertheless, Zong Gil Ja claims that she is the heavenly Jerusalem and that she has come down to earth. According to the prophecy of Galatians 4, 22 through 24, Sarah is the heavenly Jerusalem. However, if the new Jerusalem is Zong Gil Ja, she has then married her son. The reason for this is that Isaac is the son of Sarah, and it is said that Isaac is also Christ. Zong Gil Ja has then become the mother of Christ as well as the bride of Christ. So, in Galatians 3.16, what Ong Song Hong is basically saying is that Galatians 3.16 teaches us that Isaac represents Christ. And then Sarah, if, if he's saying if the WMSCOG doctrine, basically, if they're correct, then Sarah represents Mother God. Well, if Sarah's Mother God, Sarah is the mother of Isaac, which would make Sarah, or which would make Mother God the mother of Christ. Are you beginning to see the problem that, that Ong Song Hong is presenting here? So he says then again, Zong Gil Ja has then become the mother of Christ as well as the bride of Christ. Zong Gil Ja states that I am Isaac with weakness of sight while claiming that she is Sarah, who is the heavenly Jerusalem. She is then saying that she will live with Isaac, who is her son. How extremely scandalous is this? With this type of misguided delusion, she has become a false prophet and has attempted to gain power. Please think of what will become of her sin and the sin of those who follow after her. 
Okay, so I believe that absolutely applies to Zongbil Jia. I believe the things, the warnings that Ong Song Hong gave in his book absolutely apply to her. And you should heed his warnings, I think, that if you're interpreting these passages that he that he looked at and handled to conclude Mother God, you are standing, one, in opposition to the actual purpose and teaching of these scriptures, like Galatians 4 and Revelation 21, 22, etc. Secondly, you are standing in opposition to the interpretations and the understanding that Ong Song Hong provided about these passages. My question would be, why are you doing that? Why are you ignoring and, and going against who you believe is God, Ong Song Hong. So just a review of the things that Ong Song Hong's book teaches us that, that if you read the book, these are the things you're going to find. In the preface, Ong Song Hong says that the things he's writing are the unchanging truth of God. So your defense, the WMCOG defense of it being a temporary thing doesn't work. He's, number two, he says Galatians 4, his interpretation of it is that it's a reference to the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And he says that's the only purpose of Paul in writing it. And he leaves in that, he effectively leaves no room for the teaching of Mother God. Three, he says that the tabernacle is a building, not a person. So the New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, it's not a person. It's not the person of Mother God. It's a building. Number four, he says that the bride of the Lamb, the bride who will marry Christ, he says, is the saints. He clearly says it's the saints without any hesitation, without uh, leaving room for any any other bride. Um, he, he says, number five, again, in chapter 16, he says the wife of the lamb is the saints. Um, so the question, I think, from that, again, would be, will Christ have two brides? Will Christ marry both Mother God and the saints? Obviously, the answer is no. Um, and the testimony of the, of the Bible, the testimony of the Old Testament, um, which you can see us talk more in depth about in other videos, is that the, the wife of, of God is constantly uh, referenced as the saints. The saints are constantly referenced and, and uh, uh, metaphorically called the, the bride. And you see that in Hosea, where God divorces his, his wife, Israel, when they're, they're uh, acting uh, treacherously and sinfully against him. So... That the testament of the Bible over and over, it's, it's clear when you honestly examine the scriptures. The scriptures want us to th see that God uh, put in his word the, the parallel, the, the metaphorically, the people of God are the bride, the wife of the lamb. And we see again, the number five I pointed out, and, and number four, that's what Ong Song Hong believed. The wife of the lamb is the saints. Uh, and then six we see Ong Song Hong believe that the the these things, Revelation, the things in Revelation of the heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven would not happen. It would not be fulfilled until 1,000 years after the world has ended. If he, that, if that's true, that's clear. Zongil Jaw is not the heavenly Jerusalem. She can't possibly be because the world has not ended first. And second, if that world has ended, 1,000 years haven't passed uh, between that time. Lastly, Ong Song Hong had a very low view of women speaking in the church. And basically in his teaching, I think it's pretty fair to assume that his teaching and his conclusion was if there's a woman having any, and not just Um Suen, again, he references women, plural. Uh, he says when women speak in the church, there's it's going to result in the deception of Satan, which I think we can rightly conclude then that Zongil Jaw speaking in the church, he would conclude, he would assume means 
deception of Satan is the result of that. So um, again, I'll share links to these sayings in the video, um, and I would just encourage you members to please continue to think about these sayings. Um, look at the testimony of the Bible, what the Bible says about who Jesus is, who he's not, who truly is the Christ. All this goes to show that, man, this, this group is just, it's, there's so much messiness. There's so much messiness in this group. Um, when you when something is true and solid and you begin to dig, you begin to dig at it, you're, you're just gonna find foundation, strong, solid foundation. You're gonna say, wow, there's really something there. But when there's something built on, on, on lies and deception and, and uh, uh, falsehood, you're, when you start digging in it, you're going to start to see rot and decay in the in the foundation and, and just a, a faulty, weak foundation that is not uh, just not true. And that's I think that's exactly what you find if you're honest. If you guys, you members, if you will just heed the warnings uh, uh, and the encouragements of the scriptures when, when the Bereans went and they searched the scriptures, it says to see if these things were so. Please do that. Go look at these things. Go to the examining the WMSCOG site and just, just listen honestly to the challenges and the problems that are being presented. Uh, you don't have to disagree, you don't have to agree with them necessarily. I'm not saying you have to be convinced, but at least listen to what the, the things being said. At least listen to what I'm saying in this video. I'm not saying this simply because I want to destroy your group and your, your belief system. And, and um, I'm saying this because when I look at these things, Guys, I see you guys, you're giving your lives to something that is not based in reality. You're giving your lives to something that when you dig into it a little bit, you dig down and try to find the foundation, it is messy. It's messed up. It's it's convoluted. It, there's so much uh, uh, contradictions. And, and your very founder wrote a book denying and refuting your, 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 your core doctrine about Mother God. And these are big issues. And so please think about these things. Um, and I would just say, um, if, if you guys are members, if you want to talk about these things, I, I, again, I'll try to stay in the comments. And when you're presenting, um, I would just encourage you try to keep your, your comments short. I, I don't mind here and there. If you put out a long, uh, paragraph with, with an argument or something like I, I do that every once in a while, but when it's like comment after comment, after comment that are just huge, long, like multiple paragraph, um, comments. I'm just not going to have the time to reply to those, um, <clears throat> especially when they're filled with with just the rhetoric of your son of the devil and explanations of why. Like again, you have that opinion. That's fine, but uh, I, I get it. I get you think I'm a son of the devil. You don't need to keep reemphasizing that. Um, I just want to hear your sincere challenges. Uh, and and again, I'll try to I'll try to tackle those in the comment sections. I'll try to look for those of you if you present a sincere challenge to this and. Uh, just try to keep it short and concise so we can actually have a conversation. And then secondly, I'd say, if you're willing, uh, we're still looking for a member, somebody currently in the church who believes this stuff, who thinks it's true. If you're willing to come on and do a, a video, we could either do a video that's recorded. That would be fine. That would be fun for people to be able to see both sides, I think. See, see just, a, again, a respectful dialogue where we can explain our differences. We can talk. We can... Um, again, try to keep it gentle and respectful and, and grace, gracious as the Bible tells us to. Um, or uh, just call me. I have I have former members just uh, 
reaching out and we're, we're calling each other. We're having FaceTime conversations. We're just talking about these things behind the scenes um, and, and conversations that we're, we're not posting. We're not even talking about. And we would love to do that with you guys who are in the church. And uh, I know right now you can't go into the church and have Bible studies with people. So um, do a Bible study with me. Um, <clears throat> I'll sit and listen. I promise. I'll, just, I'll sit and listen to you explain why you believe this. I'll sit and listen to you tell me why you think I'm full of garbage <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'll listen to you. Tell me why you think I'm a son of the devil. As long as you're willing to have a decent, respectful conversation and, and you know, I'll give you your time to talk. You give me my time to talk. Um, and so again, if you want to do that on a phone call, a FaceTime conversation behind the scenes, doesn't have to be published in public. Uh, that would be awesome. We're still open to that and looking for somebody to be willing to do that. I think it would be helpful um, for both sides. And so, yeah, thanks for watching. I hope you guys continue to be um, safe in the midst of everything going on. If you've um, listened to this point, I, again, those of you who are listening on podcasts, sorry, I know I'm referencing a lot of things that we're pulling up on the screen, a lot of quotes, Bible verses, things like that. Um, and again, I'd encourage you, if you if you want to see some more of that, then go to our the Great Light Studios YouTube channel and you'll find all this content in video form. And again, for those of you watching on YouTube, we have a podcast um, so you can go over, you can find that on most podcast platforms. Um, thank you to those of you who, again, new people have jumped on and supported us on Patreon. We really appreciate that. That's huge, hugely helpful. Um, so if you have any desire to do that, patreon.com slash greatlightstudios. Again, there's links for all these things in the description of this video.